welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together, we're working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcasts I've ever seen. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! This is coming out on Christmas, so yay, Merry Christmas. We did Timeless Christmas, a Hallmark movie from 2020. Okay. Do you love Burnaby uh, Village? What is it called? Burnaby Heritage Museum? Because this movie is filmed there. Oh, is it? Yeah, I looked it up. I was oh, like, nice. I've never actually been there as an adult. So no, me yeah. either. Why would I? I went there for field it trips. It's like a 1900s history, like living history museum, and mm-hmm. that's what this movie is. As soon as I saw where it was, I was like, that makes a lot of sense because the uh, the mansion, like the house that he lives in. Yeah. I was like, it's almost the house in Fort Langley, but it's not. Mm. So I had to look it up. Yeah. Because otherwise Good I would have just assumed yeah, it was all Fort Langley. Yeah, they film a lot of Hallmark movies yeah. here in Vancouver. Yep. Um, like, a lot. A lot. Like, you can drive around and be like, oh, it must be Hallmark filming season because there's fake snow in like 47 places. Yeah, there was definitely play- times when I would be walking home from yeah. the big train station in the middle of summer and being like, why are there wreaths on all of these buildings? Yeah, I've seen that too, where like the the old fashioned buildings out mm-hmm. in UBC, yeah. like where I went to university, you'd see like, oh, they're decorated for Christmas and it's September. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Or May or something. Yeah. Something. Anyways, yep. yeah, this movie is um, fine. <laughs> yes. It happened. It happened. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know how we got into accidentally... Picking yeah, a bunch of time, time travel, travel movies. movies? But yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. And maybe I think we're gonna take a, a break from time travel movies because yeah. I'm really done with like... <laughs> talking yeah. about how everybody would have smallpox. I know. I I have like same problems. This guy probably wouldn't get small. Well, yeah, smallpox was mostly it wasn't done, but it was like less of an issue in the 1900s. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this guy is in 1903 in I think like upstate new york maybe i think so they do say manhattan at some point in the beginning yeah. it's never really his said his fiance's parents are in manhattan yeah so yeah and he hates the city so he that's hates probably the city. Manhattan. he hates christmas yeah he hates joy yeah sound familiar yeah. yes you're watching mm-hmm. a christmas movie yep yep he's grub he's grouchy and then he buys a christmas clock for his fiance who he doesn't seem to really like but he's feeling the societal pressure of being a wealthy man in his early 30s and doesn't have a wife. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe he's gay, but that doesn't seem to be. It's a Hallmark movie, so no. <laughs> it's not what happens. Um, so then, yeah, he fixes the clock because it's broken. And then time travels to 2020. Yes. To find true love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ends up in his mansion, which has been turned into a historical reenactment mansion, even though there's like no historical significance to him other than it was a mansion in this small town yeah and then he like ran the steel mill but then because he disappeared it somebody bought else bought it and then was very successful so like why doesn't that person have a mansion exactly like a museum yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah he he meets the person this person who wrote her phd thesis on him mm-hmm. even though he didn't do anything, didn't do anything. He disappeared when he was 30 before he did anything like he was a small-time inventor and he had a steel mill but like yeah yeah um anyways and then yeah so he meets her she is one of the historical reenactors and also runs the museum and hijinks ensue and then they fall in love and he stays yeah. in 
the 2020. Mm-hmm. And like by hijinks, I mean very little hijinks. Yes. <laughs> it's a 90 minute movie. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of hijinks, not a lot of drama. Nope. Nope, nope. Um, okay, where should we start? <laughs> um, so there's, a, there's one thing in the beginning, in the 1903 stuff with his, like, there's a lot of obviously inaccuracies about how they dress and it's very oh, weird yeah. and all of that stuff. But then he's like, has a very close relationship with his maid, which who should like the way that they act and stuff. I'm like, why isn't she your housekeeper? Why are you yeah, calling she- her your maid? Yeah, no, she's and, much more a housekeeper. Yeah, and then she, then he's like, uh, you're so much more than a maid to me. And I'm like, yeah, but do you pay her for yeah. that? And also, like, like, you know that, I mean, uh, he's never going to fall in love with her, not just because she's the maid, but because she's, like, 35. Mm-hmm. Maybe 40. Yeah, but she definitely takes, like, the, I've been working for you for so long, and I'm like, why isn't she the head of the house? Like, it's, it's very strange, and, like, not yeah. in any way important, but I'm just like, Come on, guys. You couldn't make her a housekeeper? Just change her outfit. Like, anyway. It's a little bit weird. But, uh, like, he, she is the housekeeper, but he calls her a maid. It's just weird. Yeah. And she dresses yeah. as a maid. Like, her. Yes. She's wearing, like, a, a black with a full white apron over top as opposed to yeah. a traditional housekeeper strange. outfit. Strange. That would, I assume, is, hasn't changed between 1903 oh. and Downton. Well, Downton was started Downton. in 1912, so it wasn't that different. It wasn't that different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, everything I know about housekeepers in the early 1900s, I learned in Downton. Yeah, like everybody else. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, he has very um, 2020 levels of hair and facial hair. Yes. Yeah, he's quite scruffy. He's, he is very attractive. He is very um, attractive. He's very like, scruffy. That's kind of the whole point of Hallmark movies. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's very attractive, but he doesn't look like his clothes maybe are right but i mean sure they're not because i'm not an expert but like nothing about him looks like it came out of 1903 no yeah and so then he goes to the future and in order to convince her that he's from the past he tells her that he's got a chekhov's um under the floorboard secret thing where he hides his journals for some reason in his private study in his mansion nobody knows yeah especially when he disappeared suddenly like and this is the journal, like, she finds the journal that was in progress that he was working on the day he disappeared. And he put it under the floorboards before he left? Yeah. And then, so then she goes to look at them. She opens this floorboard that hasn't been touched in over a hundred years. And she's a historian mm. with a doctorate in this man and yeah. in history, whatever, and just reaches in and grabs them all up. I'm like, yeah. what the? f are you doing doesn't even like take a picture of how no. they were found nothing he rifles through a hundred plus year old journal yep. without gloves on like without even washing her hands yeah even like regardless of the historical like pres- preservation issues like it's yep. literally covered in spider webs <laughs> so uh-huh. like just from a grossness point of view and also like it's under the floorboards in the 120 years had they never refinished the floorboards yeah replaced the carpet like yeah um i yeah yeah like i was just reading a book about someone who's a historian and the whole thing was about like it was a similar it was like from like now to the 20s like the 1920s so yeah less than this time and it was all about handling pages carefully and washing their hands and not getting 2023 shit on it (laughs) 
And yeah. just like, what are you doing? So weird. I'm so, so weird. mad at her for that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like both of us are issues with this movie are the entire premise of the movie. Like the two main characters, their chemistry is fine. Like they have a believable romance, but the like prior to that, all the lead up to it is just ridiculous. So yeah. So the prophecy or the MacGuffin on the Christmas clock is that I don't really understand, but if there's a Christmas moon and the clock is going, then you will time travel to meet your love at the next Christmas moon. It doesn't maybe? say about the next Christmas moon. Cause there's or, definitely like, you'll meet more your love. At a Christmas on, moon. I yeah. Know. I don't know. It doesn't really... Go, it's only two it lines. Really it doesn't really have a lot of detail. No. But also... So then they talk about, well, what is a Christmas moon? It's a totally made up thing. But they're like, a Christmas moon is like a blue moon, but at Christmas. Yeah. Nope. So the lunar cycle is 29 and a half days long. Mm-hmm. So you cannot have a blue moon on Christmas. the 29th of, of the any month. month. Yep. Of any month. Uh-huh. So you cannot have a... Christmas moon on December 18th, or even December 24th. You could have a New Year's Eve blue moon. I yes. Feel like that's probably a thing that has happened and people got very excited. Probably. Um, I was just going to ask because yeah. you were saying 29 days. I'm like, has there ever been a leap year full moon, blue moon? Because that would be oh, like, I don't know. intense. There are sometimes, they call it like a black moon when the month of February has no has full no moon full moons. January and March both have blue moons. Oh, yeah. That can happen. That'd be cool. Um, but also the monthly definition of a blue moon, when I was looking this up, I went down a whole rabbit hole. Sorry, mm-hmm. you get to hear about no, it No, I'm into so it. The monthly definition of a blue moon was a mistake from somebody misunderstanding a farmer's almanac talking about moons, and it was published in 1946. Yeah. So before 1946, the concept of a blue moon was an basically when there was an extra full moon in a season. So a, a season of three months normally has three full moons, but occasionally a season will have four full moons. And so they call the third one. I don't know why it's the third one and not the fourth one, but they call the third one a blue moon. Oh. And that's the like traditional definition of, and so in that, in 1903, that would have been what it was called, what it was called. But like yeah. nobody other than like, like farmers almanacs or people who cared about the moon, mm-hmm. like church people who like had moon, like lunar calendar, religious holidays and stuff. Yeah. Care about moons. And that's kind of about it. Yeah, and he's a, yeah. like a he runs a steel mill. Yeah. So definitely. Like he didn't make the clock, but still. No, no. But the odds of him knowing what that was would be slim. Yeah, and when he's in our time, her mom explains, she's like, "It's a Christmas moon when the second full moon lands on Christmas." I'm like, "Okay, that's not possible." But also, he time traveled on December 18th, which is also not Christmas. Yeah, how is that a Christmas so moon? So, that's not a Christmas moon. <laughs> Just like, why? Why did you have? Just don't make it like this. Take the moon out of your equation and make it something else. A Christmas moon, like, couldn't it just be a full moon? And so maybe he time traveled, and then he can time travel back also on a full moon. Oh, full moon, like I don't know. It's just like, or like, um, frequency when it's the northern weird northern lights. Like, yeah, make it that. Like you know, there's so many other things. (laughs) Um, and then the other like premise backstory of the movie is that, yeah, like, so we talked about, she's a historian of him and his like, whatever random life and like his disappearance is the only interesting thing about it. But like, mm-hmm. obviously that would have been a dead end because he literally just disappeared because he time traveled to the future. So like, this is her whole life and we're supposed yeah. to care about her as the main character of the mm-hmm. movie. Ugh. And yeah. she's like, and 
she's up for a job at the university and she doesn't want to do it, which is perfectly acceptable. And like, whatever, yeah. choose your jobs. But she's like, I have so much more to do at this museum. I'm like, who is going to this museum? You're like booked, for you're booked full museum. in a small town to learn about a guy who didn't do anything and his boring mansion. Yeah. Why? That sounds like the worst fourth grade field trip ever. Pretty much, except it's only adults that ever go to this museum. I know. Because and of like, a Hallmark movie and they don't want to hire children, I'm assuming. <laughs> as a child who probably went into this museum at Burnaby yeah. Heritage Museum uh-huh. and was super bored, <laughs> why would you go as an adult and pay for it? I just Yeah, and the Burnaby Heritage Museum at least like covers more than just the history of one yeah, person. One random guy. Oh, boy. Okay, well... So then, yeah, they meet and they start having chemistry because obviously... Of course. It turns out that she's like the great-great-great-granddaughter of his housekeeper maid. We're going to mm-hmm. call her a housekeeper. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Like, why? I don't even... Like, why? I don't know. Why? Like, it's just... Yeah, I it's weirder. It so that yeah. there was a way for him to... Even though it was like the most contrived way for him to discover that his fiance, who he didn't even like in the first place, married his business rival... Yeah, and then they like because, were in love yeah. and had a great life. Yeah, like they were in love. They like were philanthropists and like founded the university and blah blah blah. Yeah, so they start meeting and falling in love. Oh, and of course, because it's a Christmas movie, she has a giant fundraiser and the big party is on. <gasps> you guessed it, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Why? Why? Also, again, it's a big party, but mm. they still do their weird role playing. Yes. And, like, he's, like, there and gives a speech and then, like, dances with the woman pretending to be his wife. Like to, like, and a like slow rock. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not to, like, a 1903 piece of music. And no. then, like, the other guy who's working there also just, like, has to pretend to be the butler the entire time. Even though they also have other people working as I cater know. waiters. So <laughs> it's the weirdest. And then, and then they're like, oh, yes, and we've discovered that this year we've raised so much more money and we've done all of these things and everything's great. And I'm like, when did she have time to do that? She literally spends her entire day pretending to be a babe at giving tours. Yeah. How is she also museum well, because, director? Um, because he was so good at being a reenactor of himself. Because, yeah, that's sort of like the the lie that they tell is like, oh, he got hired to be a, the reenactor and that's why he all of a sudden appeared in this house. Um, and he was so good at it that they got so many visitors, but it's so weird. And also, in 1903, he did not like Christmas. He never went to the Christmas party that his staff threw. Like, it was a staff Christmas party, um, Mm -hmm. and he never went because he didn't like Christmas and also didn't feel like it was his place. And she, as the expert in his life, would have known that. Like, yeah. And so why do they have it on Christmas Eve? Like, why not December 18th? When like he disappeared? disappeared or, yeah. you know, not at Christmas because he thought Christmas was frivolous. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, I read every single one of your journals and letters. And I'm like, and nowhere in there did you discover that he was kind of a douche? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, once he finds love, then he likes Christmas. Yeah, of and course. happy and cheerful. Well, and puts jeans on and looks real good in them. Yeah, he does look real good in jeans and a, a v-neck sweater. And the um, classic Christmas hallmark sweaters oh of course and with like the lightest jacket imaginable for yeah and the winter in and the scarves just New draped around their necks not yeah. um tied up because it's august in vancouver <laughs> they're all melting <laughs> um, yeah so i was 
I was pretty convinced through a large chunk of the movie until we found out that his business rival and ex-fiance like had yeah. been good people and like really contributed to the town but i was pretty convinced that he, it was going to be like a back to the future style thing mm. where the, they were like he and her because i was like oh she understands that time period she studied it yeah, really well she that would have made more sense there. they would go back there and then fix the past where the bad guy stole his business ideas and blah 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 but no we got this instead yeah we got a very <laughs> very basic version mm. of something we're about to talk about in january yeah mm. mm. yeah yep. Um, yeah yeah your last note also it bothered me so much like yeah. we'll talk about it in the pie because she says times have changed about seven thousand times in this yeah. movie when he's like oh this is so weird or different and then she doesn't really like go into it probably because it's hallmark and they can't of like anything any kind yeah. of any explanation of anything. anything yeah but then, then he's like, what's the internet? And then she's like, digital this, World Wide Web, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he doesn't know what those words are. Yeah. That like, is not an explanation. She, she would know what he would know because she's an expert on his time period. And like, yeah, if you talk about the internet being digital, like, he, there's no reference for that. He would think of it was about hands or whatever. Like, Yeah, yeah, digits. Yeah, like no reference for to what the word digital, digital means. means. Like, he barely knows about electricity. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right, should we stop raging and talk about yeah. tropes? Because there's 1,100 of them. Yes. Oh, okay. yes, because this is my note of, like, rom-com tropes plus time travel tropes plus Christmas tropes is, like, ah! All tropes, all the time. <laughs> it's so many tropes. Okay, so as we've discussed, he has no time for Christmas and does not want to celebrate. What will happen? Hmm. Um... Oh, and they talk about actual historical events, like the Wright brothers inventing flying machines. And then when he's in the our present, he sees a flying machine and realizes he's not where he thought he was. Yeah, one thing, which was actually weird because it's a different year in the book than it is in the movie. But December 18th, 1903 is when the Wright brothers took their first flight. So that's oh. a random weird. happenstance or on purpose. But like, why wouldn't Probably it? On purpose, I don't but then. But like it is like the weird part is that in the book it's 1902, so no. it's I don't know maybe the and then there was no blue moons until 1904 in December or something like it was all in the goose. But I'm like this is so weird. So weird. Anyway, like, doesn't matter. Such specificity. She's single and heartbroken, and everybody tells her that she needs to find love again because she's been yeah. single for six months. Six whole months. What is she going to do? Yeah, we get to watch uh, Man Out of Time discover things like television by sitting on the TV remote and mm -hmm. cars and jeans and ele electricity and the internet and like being in the same room as a woman you're not married to. Yep. You know, all these modern all things. All the things. Um, and then when they're doing the tours, they've got hilarious witty banter which of course leads to longing looks and like oh i have witty banter with this person i am definitely in love with them yep must be love um oh but don't forget they accidentally stand under mistletoe oh no what's gonna happen it's christmas does anyone put <laughs> mistletoe up anymore that's yeah i don't know i hope not i hope that fell out of favor with covid <laughs> yeah um they also do some exciting falling into each other's arms while one of them is standing on a ladder for reasons yeah um i mean can you have a hallmark movie where they don't fall into I, each other's arms i don't think so i think it's the law seems unlikely um oh there's a big party at the end of course there's a big party at the end yeah and the dead dresses of course even though it's like a weird 
I'm dressed like a maid going to a fancy dress, fancy party in 1903, but I also like am wearing big jewelry. It was it's yeah. a weird choice. I did like her dress. It was not at all period appropriate, but it was very pretty. It was very pretty, but it was confusing. As we said before, deadline for the generic task, Christmas Eve, of course, always. Oh, and there's a big speech at the big event, obviously, where they mm-hmm. where he like declares his love and apologizes. Yeah, but like done in yeah. an obvious way, you know, like a. And then I'm gonna give this like a big really subtle su- way, where I wasn't entirely sure that he was still staying, and I don't know if that she was. Like they never talk about it. Also, no <sighs> hallmark. No, yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course, as we said, he comes on December 18th. Movie ends on mm-hmm. he decides to stay on Christmas Eve, so they fall in love in six days, and he decides to stay yeah. in a different century, millennium, for her. <laughs> After six days. But he's an inventor, so therefore he'll be totally fine in the future because he understands science. Right. Yes. Science in 1903 and 2020. Very the same. Yep. Lindsay, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Kind of. By default about random things, but like she does talk to her parents and therefore her mother about her job. And I think she talks to her coworker who is the historical reenactor of the fiance about like work and like acting career stuff yeah i feel like it's just like by default in 2020 movies have women in them that interact like it's it's harder to pass yeah it's harder to fail the bechdel test um when there are things like that in it i don't know yeah and also like because she has a career yeah Yeah, because she has a career i don't know her mom doesn't really support her but whatever her parents do support her at the end but it's weird yeah and then yeah and her co-worker is also like you're single for six months yeah like scandalous what are you doing with your life yeah okay should we make a pie yes so there's two different pie slices about time because they're very specific so there's a lot of references or mentions of time like they're just like we're running out of time who has the time blah 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 time and i'm just like okay we get it this movie is about time you've time traveled yep i don't know like 40 percent yep Okay, and then next up we've got, like, references to the fact that things have changed, maybe for the better, but maybe for the worse, because we send evites instead of fancy invitations on paper that people save as souvenirs. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, oh, maybe that's too bad or something. I'm like, really? This is the hill you're going to die on? Evites? Yeah. Um, Like, 30%? 30 Yeah, because she says times have changed a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah, and then there's also just the concept of time. Yeah, and even at the end, when the like the last time she says it, like she's tired of saying it. Yeah, and then historical artifacts. There's just so many of them. There's the clock. Museum there's yeah. his random desk stuff because his shaving kit that he pulls out from I'm assuming behind glass and thinks is going to be still good to use. Oh, gross. Um, yeah, so that's another thirty percent. Um, and what do we think is next for them? Well, see. Before this movie, night before night, um, before Christmas. See after this movie. Um, same yep. as always. I don't know how they can be together. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know anything, and he doesn't have a social insurance number or vaccines. Other than her being like academically fascinated with his life in like a what's yeah. a contemporary of hers in a kind of creepy way, um, they have nothing in common. <laughs> No, like, are they just going to keep doing this reenactment every day for their entire life? Well, hopefully he will, like, get a job that's not pretending to, to be him, be an actor to 
pretending to be himself and like learn science and yeah i don't know like is he gonna ever leave his mansion or his small town and like discover go to university yeah yeah. the world yeah i don't know but if he goes to manhattan he'll he'll die of something that he's not vaccinated for yeah well that's also (laughs) true Um, okay and then Lindsay, what's next for us well we've hinted we've hinted at it already um we will be doing kate and leopold's next more time travel with squidgy wibbly wobbly witness yep timey wimey timey uh we're doing meg Um, ryan next month yeah so that will be interesting yeah that'll be fun yeah i am excited yeah 2024 meg ryan month yeah yeah um yeah, that brings us to the end of our episode. Don't forget that you can leave us a rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find us on social media. We're at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Threads, and at Charts and Hearts on Twitter. You can also head to our website, chartsandhearts.com, where you can submit your suggestions for rom-coms and tropes for us to add to the list. Please no time travel movies for a little while. We are done with that for now. And you can also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash charts and hearts club. For Christmas, we did Happiest Season, which was a fun discussion and had nothing to do with time travel. So that's great. Yeah. And for yeah, January, for January for Meg Ryan month, we're doing the new Meg Ryan and David Duchovny are in a movie movie, <laughs> which we'll learn the name for by the time the Patreon episode comes out, I promise. Yeah. We will for sure uh we'd love to know your thoughts on this movie and in the meantime times have changed (laughs) (laughs) aka the only memorable quote in this whole movie